Hello, my name is Erin, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Ken, and I'm an alcoholic. And welcome to Podcast Not Perfection. Yeah, baby. Welcome, welcome. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Podcast Not Perfection. Episode number 11. Is it 11? 11. Double pickle. Double pickle. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's what when we, <laughs> in one of our meetings, when we hand out chips, uh, 11, we always chant double pickle. Someone started that. Yeah. I think it was Christine. I think so. Our friend, my mm-hmm. sponsee and our friend, Christine. Hey, Christine. Hi, Christine. So, Podcast Not Perfection. This podcast is about recovery and we talk about specific topics related to recovery in case you're just tuning in and uh we talk a little bit about ourselves before we get into the topic so yes we do it's kind of just like a journey through our lives as recovering alcoholics mm-hmm and how? And how was your week? Oh, did you like that? That was good. I Thank didn't even, you. We didn't even do that on purpose. Thank you very much. My week was good. It was good. It was great, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah, I love that. So, yeah, I got to as I've, I've mentioned, I am uh, I have a sponsee, yes. and I got to read the third step prayer with him and set him on his fourth step. And when I read that third step prayer with him, it just was like when I finished reading it, I felt so like like tingly and like did you i was just like that was cool that and is he was cool. like yeah it was all right i'm like okay cool. i thought it was really cool <laughs> <laughs> well i mean how did you feel when you read your first exactly no it was exactly the same scenario but the roles were reversed yes or not reversed but like switched it's very interesting yeah. i feel like i've learned much more about recovery through sponsorship than, mm-hmm. than i than me going through the yeah. steps it's I, just wild i had no idea what i was doing when i first did them and i just well, that's what I told him. I was like, just do it to the best of your ability. Like, you might not do it 100% perfect, but, like, there's no real way to do it perfect. You just got to do it the best you can. Right. For me, I did it the best I could. I look back and I'm like, oh, I could have done this, could have done this. But, like, I don't – I didn't need to do it. You know, it just was the way it is is the way it is. And, well, and I think it's not like you ever graduate from the program of AA. True, true, true. It's It's – like you can do the steps again. It's not like one and done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Then I also, after, after our last time we read, we spoke, we recorded, I met with my recovery coach that I was mentioning. A way back yeah. in either the second or we, third yeah. episode. I think we, so was. this was your first official yeah. session. So he set me some goals for the week. I've managed to mostly hit them, but um what were they or do you not want to talk about oh them? i can talk about them yeah yeah the goals that he set for me was um to be active 30 to 45 minutes a day outside of work because i told him my physicality didn't I, the only time i have any kind of physical activity is like work and how yeah i feel that <laughs> and how <laughs> and how that's our catchphrase for this week just this week just this week and like i think i've had experiences where like doing that like taking a walk before work like a good walk is like really beneficial to me like in like my mind more mm. than just my body and stuff. So I was, I'm willing to do that. And I'm happy to do that, but I just, time management is not my ally. And then the other was um, to meal prep and have like a, cause when I get home from work, usually it's like 11, 15 at night and like 
my go-to is like the McDonald's drive-thru. And I like it's so convenient. They're like, yeah, $27. And I'm like, that's for one person, man. That's <laughs> nothing I'm really willing to admit. The prices have gone up truly though. That is true too. They have because I've been going so often that I've realized my same order that I get has gone up in price. Probably. It yeah. used to be inflation. Yeah. It's everyone. Inflation. So yeah, I haven't done that because I just, you know, haven't quote unquote found the time. But I have time after this, so I'll probably go home, go to Hannaford's. Or Market Basket or Trader Joe's if they're open. Ooh, Ooh, I love Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. They have, you know what you should do? Pick yourself up a bouquet of flowers and they have beautiful flowers at Trader Joe's and they're inexpensive. I know. And then I like to do that I for bought, myself to have fresh flowers. I bought daffodils for myself one time. That is really nice. See, feeling, and doesn't it make you happy to come bad, home yeah. and look at them? It was a, so yeah, that was great to like sort of start with my coach and like get things going with that. But I've also realized that like I need to have like patience with myself because I think I've been waiting so long that like I almost like absurdly expect to be like a different physical being like that. Yeah. And I this... very much realize that's not the case. No. Well, it's kind of just like recovery, right? Yeah. Like we didn't learn all mm -hmm. this stuff, A, through osmosis yeah. and, or B, overnight. True. And I feel like that's a very alcoholic kind of way kind of thinking you're calling me an alcoholic yes i am okay. <laughs> only because you've called yourself i would Fair. never i know i know but that's just kind of the, the whole instant gratification mm -hmm. and that's why I, drink, drinking drinking <laughs> drinking that's why drinking for me was so great because it was that instant solution mm -hmm. and that's just not real it's not reality it's not. and but you can do it oh yeah definitely just take it one day at a time. One day at a time and ask for help. It's like you're not doing any of this alone. Mm -hmm. Did you know that you didn't get sober alone? True. And that, that you can do that with every part of your life. Like mm -hmm. I don't I don't have to do anything alone. So then the last part of my week that was just amazing was um, my cousin uh, throws a Labor Day party and she's been doing it for like three or four years now. And I've always managed to either find an excuse or just completely not show up because either I was too busy with myself drinking or I still had this like shame about myself that like everyone knows where I've been. So like, you know, am I really, you know, quote unquote healed from that yet? No, I'm not. I shouldn't show my face. Let me work instead. I'll work instead. It's fine. So this year I went and I was a little, um, what's the word? apprehensive yes <laughs> but um and i honestly would like got to close like, i was on the gps i was close to the house so i was like i'll just drive by once and then swing around and oh back. really just to like check it out yeah but <laughs> there was like a million cars there i'm like okay perfect whatever so i pulled in and um yeah some my uncle didn't even recognize me at first really he goes, hey how are you oh kenny what <laughs> everyone calls me kenny too i love that kenny so, in my heart yeah so it was cool to like see them and everything and uh, i got to talk a little bit about what we do here and like you know my life now and people are like how are you i'm like i'm just great and i was able to say it and like i felt it and yeah it kind of hits different when you actually yeah. mean it you know there's a i have this app that i use to track how many days i've been sober and all that and one of the phrases it says sometimes when you open it up is like you don't have to tell people what you're doing eventually they'll see it and i kept trying to tell myself that because i wasn't trying to like stand in the soapbox and be like i'm great now like look at me now right. i just want people because like, these people have seen me like I pass out on a Christmas Eve on my grandmother's bathroom floor once like oh boy, yeah. like newly 21 like just some stuff that like I'm not proud of but like it happened so like yeah I, I can't you can't it. go back I and can't take it, it back now but like now right. I'm not gonna be doing that so um it was just you know cool to like 
get to connect with them again and see them and be sober and yeah. not need to drink to mm -hmm. get you through that initial yes. anxiety. And one of my aunts said that she listened to our first episode. Oh, did she? Yes. Did she, did she, she like us? She does. <laughs> and she was talking about how she goes, how many have you done? I might be behind. I'm like, well, we're doing the 11th tomorrow. She goes, Oh, I'm behind. <laughs> but you know, it's okay. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But she was talking about like, instead of just like, like and saying that she, listen to it to say it she was like when you talked about like nana and like the rosary beads and everything which is something i mentioned in the first episode it was like oh, she yeah didn't listen. i'm sure that meant a lot to her too yeah that's, no it was it was yeah that's really it cool, was Ken. just like i left there like with just like a full heart and i was just like happy i was like look at this like one of the moments of like I'm going to a family party. How like normal is that for most people? But right. I am so happy that but I went. But it's just a new experience yeah. for you because you've never done that. Which I think is that's a first in sobriety. I love yeah. it. It's, it makes yeah. me really excited. Yeah, it's just it was a it was a great uh, couple of days, and I'm just trying to carry that good energy and just you know share it with everyone. You know, yeah, it's just that's. Really That's cool. all I want to do. And I could tell, well, because we were together last night and I could definitely, it was all over your face, could yeah. tell that you did have in a really good time. You were connected. It but, was connection. Yes. I feel like that's what I saw, a connection with mm -hmm. you, yourself, and your family and, yes. and God. It was wicked cool, too, because um, even at like parties like that where like there's a handful of people, granted, I know 85, 90% of them. I tend to be like shy and I won't like go over and say hello to people. I'll wait till they come over to me. But I was like going over to people, like talking to them. And it just was like, I felt a difference about myself that I haven't felt. It's very interesting like period, you know? because it like, is, it's a brand new situation that yeah. you haven't been in in sobriety. So it is, you can almost feel the change because mm -hmm. it's, it's not a gradual thing. Like most things mm -hmm. in sobriety, it's like you can't notice the difference in yourself because it's such a gradual change. But whereas this was such an exp new experience in sobriety, it's like, boom, I'm just a different person in this situation than I ever would have been before. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that's 15 minutes of my week. <laughs> you That was a huge week, though. That's a lot of It was only a few days, too. I know. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, and I don't have like that much to talk about. Yeah, tell us about your week. Um. Well, again, we've recorded really kind of short together. So short together. I don't know. Does that make sense? We, it, currently, it's Sunday and we recorded Thursday. So we we've only, only had, had Thursday only night, had a Friday, days. Saturday. But it, yeah, it was a full couple of days. That's the... Happy birthday oh, to you. Thank you. Happy birthday to, to you. I'm Ooh. cutting this out. Happy birthday, dear Erin. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Thank you. It's Erin's birthday on Tuesday, everyone. Uh, yeah, my birthday's Tuesday, so it was really sweet. We do family dinner, um, chosen family dinner mm -hmm. on Saturday night, so our AA quote-unquote family, and it was really sweet. You guys got me a cake, and it's Wayne's birthday, too, yes. September 8th, so it was kind of like a him. joint, yes. but I got to blow out the candles. You did. You didn't do it at first. That was... No, I didn't do it We might put that on Instagram. Time. We'll do that on... Oh, are we going to do no, that? No, I no. can't. I don't know how I look. Look at how vain I am. So <laughs> <laughs> you look adorable today, by the way. Oh, thank you. I like this dress I'm wearing. Mm -hmm. uh, so and then I, I just was with my family this morning, and that was really, that Ooh. was good. I mean, I had a little bit of. I wasn't expecting 
my whole family to be there. So when I pulled up and I saw everyone's cars, I was a little freaked out. Put it in reverse. I think I was like, well, I was pulling in as my dad was pulling in. He walked up to the car and I rolled the window down and was like, I can't do this, dad. I wasn't expecting this. It's like the control. Control's a huge gremlin <laughs> so it's a it's a big thing with me and i think that's i just don't like surprises but i got over it my and you know what my dad said to me which i love is he he just looked at me and he was like well you have to go in aaron because not everything's about you and this like even though it's my birthday i still love that he did this that's like a god link right there yeah he was like this isn't you know this isn't about you it's like your family wants to see you these computers keep making noises. yeah that's okay we'll just deal with it sorry everyone we <laughs> just deal with it <laughs> um yeah so but it was fine once i was in in there and i saw my nana i got to see my nana and my cousin crystal who's gonna be 18 soon it's crazy Damn. how fast that i just remember her being a little toddler mm. with and and my nephew is there my only nephew and it was just cool Nice. My sister got me a birthday card that said happy birthday to you. <laughs> and it had a picture of Taylor Swift on oh, it. Man. Anybody who knows me well knows, she knows yeah. I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was a good day. And Mike came with me. And yeah. yeah. And then I, I left my phone there oh. and drove here. <laughs> and now we're here. And now we're here. Now we're upstairs. So this is, yeah, it was just a good day. It was a good day. It was a good couple of days since we last recorded. And I'm ready to talk about brotherly love. I was going to say a lot of love. Going a lot on of love week, huh? in our weeks. And that's perfect Jeez. because this week, ladies and gentlemen, people of the world, we're going to talk <laughs> about brotherly love. Brotherly love. It's a principle. Yes. So that's, it says brotherly love, but I think. It's love. Yeah. It's the only thing in the world that there's just too, too little oh, of. I was said too much of. <laughs> no, there's never too much. <laughs> I know. I realized as I was saying it, I was like, wait, they wouldn't sing about that. Too much love. Too much Ew. love. Get it away. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll be back after this quick interlude and we'll talk about love. This next interlude is a shout out to Maddie. Welcome back, everyone. We're going to talk about brotherly love. There's a piece of paper here that just kind of appeared one day, like a little. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. A little fairy left it for us. It <gasps> kind of explains. I that mean, was a discussion like... yesterday in the game. We were trying tabooie. Tab, tab, tabooie. Tabu <laughs> you have to guess the word. And I was saying the word was fairy, F-E-R-Y. Oh. So I'm like Tinkerbell. Oh, I would have gotten it. And Maybe. Wayne, Wayne I, don't, said, I don't know. Wayne said, fairy and i was like perfect and they're like no no it's a different kind I'm like, oh you're resentful why don't you go home and write about it after this because i won so i don't care <laughs> uh yeah so anyway we had a little fairy come and grab us a piece of then leave us a piece of paper that kind of mm -hmm. has an explanation of the principles and the steps so we're on principle eight which is brotherly love which coincides with step eight which is made a list of all people we have harmed and became willing, which we talked about willingness, 
to mm -hmm. make amends to them all. Another example of the steps building on each other. Yes. So they all intertwine and build on each other. So Ken, if you can read a little blurb about that, I think it would be yeah, helpful. Yeah, a little blurb. Um, so here we go. Love is empathy and compassion. And step eight asks you to make a list of everyone you've wronged in your journey to where you are now. That's not all, though. You have to be willing to make amends, which shows that you truly care for the people on your list. Practicing your sobriety with the principle of love means that you're not just existing for yourself, but in service to the people you care about. Oh, That's yeah. a good one. And I think the principle is even bigger than that just little caring about mm -hmm. caring about the people around you or making amends to the people you care about. I think love as a principle is obviously bigger than that, but we yeah. can get into that a little bit later. Yeah. But I just want to, what about, so your step eight process, what was that like for you? Did It was super eye-opening to me because um, I was just thinking about on the way here and what I was thinking about talking to my sponsee about is what really like the four step did for me, which is way back. It's not way back. It's several steps back where you sort of find, see where you're wrong in situations that have bothered you in life and stuff like that and where you hold these resentments. And it changed my thinking to not um, how have I been wronged to where have I been wrong. Yeah. And that sort of leads up to where we're at now and like where have I been wrong and like to whom and how can I sort of um, – uh, change things, you know, not just apologize for things and be like, Oops, sorry about that, by the way. But like, how do I, how do I become, I feel like you can't have this like dark, dirty, gross past that you haven't addressed and be, and move forward yeah, and be yeah, it's the like, person that you are trying to be in recovery. Yeah. Cause you can't, it's yeah, I, I totally, we've all done some you. really not so admirable things in our lives and right and to, i and then and until i clean up that past there's no way i'm going to move forward into this brighter future if yeah. i'm hanging on to all of that yeah. crap and i agree at first you might not think that but like some you just don't you don't stop thinking about those things that the more close to spirit you might be getting in some regards you just there's a block there absolutely there's still a block if it's still in, yep big x with your arms is what we just did <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with you. My step eight, I got my list from my fourth step and my sponsor helped me write mm -hmm. it. I I would imagine that's probably how most people do it who, who use the program of AA to recover. I was talking with my friend Amelia the other day about this step because, not the other day, it was a few weeks ago, but she had sent me a podcast episode on this step and I had, I think most of us start and think we're willing to do a really complicated amends for, mm -hmm. I know this is like amends, they go hand in hand, but, yeah. but for instance, a lot of people will think they're willing to make amends to their mom first, their, their first amends. And that's a very complicated relationship yeah. that spans your, your entire, entire life. life. So there's a lot of stuff there. And why are you going to start with that one? And I did the same kind of thing. I felt really willing to make amends to my sister. And she was the first person on that list. And I did. And it was fine because she's by the time I got to this step, step eight, I was already I had done a lot of changing, but mm -hmm. I still did need to clean up that past. Mm -hmm. I needed to clear my side of the street. And you're absolutely right. There were things inside me that sometimes subconsciously and a lot of times consciously would come up all the time. And it's such a block 
mm-hmm. it blocked the sunlight of my own spirit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know if any of that, I feel like I just rambled no, that makes on, sense. but yeah, this is an important step and it's important to do it with your sponsor and have, and I, I really did this closely with my sponsor. I sat with my sponsor and I, I wrote this list and she helped me to see where I harmed people. And mm-hmm. I, and I got that from my writing. I, and I did a lot of harm where I didn't, I didn't realize that's the worst. Yeah. I didn't realize I was harming people so much yeah. by drinking. I thought I was just harming myself, but I did a lot of harm. And I, I try to continue to, keep harm at bay now i still sometimes cause harm and chaos around me if i'm not spiritually well yeah yeah and but i have to be i have to be willing to correct those things today Mm -hmm. so it just it's an on just like every other step it's an ongoing process for me because for me i'll always even the further i progress in my sobriety like i'll find that things come up in my mind i'm like oh my god i forgot i did that and like then I'll have to go back and like you know add another name to my list or add another I whatever do the to my same list. Thing. I feel like the the weller we become, we we get clearer. Welcome oh, back. Frank just ran up the <laughs> stairs. Where did you come from? He's not usually alone. I felt a little tongue on my leg. Ooh. It was oh, God. weird. Anyway, so um, I just lost my yes. train of thought. But for me, one of the harshest <laughs> things was realizing that I had done things without realizing it. And I think the first example of that was right before I actually went to, it was like, I, I remember this experience. And then afterwards I was like, Ooh, look what I was doing. That was maybe like a week or two before I went into treatment. I was just like literally breaking down every day. Like and I, I'm not much of a crier really. Like I used to be as a child mm-hmm. and I stopped somewhat, but like that, like two weeks, three weeks, month of whatever it was. I can't remember. It's kind of like a blur to me. Um, I would just like start crying, like setting up the tables outside of work to just get ready to start working. I would literally just start crying. Oh, well, I think because I was like, I don't want to be here. And like, I want to be anywhere else but here. And I would just carry that energy with me all day. And then one of my coworkers who I still am so grateful that she's she's one of my coworkers. She pretty much like pulled me aside and was like, listen, when you come into work like this and you're like emotional and sad and gross and like blah, blah, blah. She didn't use those words. She didn't say gross. But like when you're like this way, it rubs off on everyone around you. And then my it's my defense was true. like, no, I'm not. I'm just doing this is just me. I'm only upset with me. And once I like had some growth and some perspective change and everything like that, I was like, you know what? It's so wild. Like how I used to just like be so ignorant and oblivious to like what I was causing around around me. you. Like I no one, no matter what place they're in, like you were just talking about me when I came in yesterday like you just saw like this like right and it had a positive effect yes. on but, like, your, my spirit yes your spirit just it, it it doesn't just exist inside of you it comes out through everything yeah but i whether it be negative or positive yeah I and do, so when it's negative you're pulling those people down with you man. you are i also understand where you were at yeah dude that was because that, that was, is early sobriety and that is raw and that is rough mm-hmm. and that is i don't no, this is before I was sober. Oh, when okay. When I'm like, crying at work and everything. Oh, well, then I also understand where you were at because that <laughs> yeah, is you want to die. <laughs> but it's it's obviously not anybody else's job to make sure that, like, at, at some point you have to take responsibility, right? And, and get well, you know, because it's not anybody else's job to do that. And you do. You affect everybody around you. And it's 
positively and negatively, it's like this big ripple effect. <laughs> so brotherly love as a bigger principle that we think about that we try to live by on the day to day. Um, I feel like love is pretty, it's a pretty straightforward principle, mm -hmm. but when we put the word brotherly in front of it, it kind of changes the context, I feel like. I I'm like, so, and yeah. why do, so why do they say specifically brotherly love? So we were just looking it up and we came across a Wikipedia article. Yes. Allow me to read. And it's interesting. I, I like, I like going into things and seeing like where these, came from these specific all right principles. so again from wikipedia <laughs> this is yeah this, this is, is this the is, real real this everyone. is where we're at <laughs> it's kind of good though brotherly love in the biblical sense is an extension of the natural affection associated with near kin toward the greater community of fellow believers that goes beyond the mere duty in leviticus 1918 to love thy neighbor as thyself and shows itself as unfeigned love from a pure heart that extends as, un extends as an unconditional hand of friendship that loves when not loved back, that gives without getting, and ever looks for what is best in others. Okay. Which I actually, even though we got it from Wikipedia, I think we can say this is probably from the Bible. I would think so. Yeah. I feel like that. So it's very biblical, which makes sense because One we're going to get into okay. like a little bit of AA history here. So, so AA, the founders of AA originally were part of the Oxford group, which was a Christian organization, but then it just wasn't working. There was no singleness of purpose. So AA has a singleness of purpose, which is to help another alcoholic mm -hmm. achieve sobriety. That's our singleness of purpose. And that's why it works so well. Um, so I feel like a lot of in the book, that's why you'll see he capitalized. That's why there's a lot of Christian. Um, I don't know the word terminology, yeah. I suppose. And, um, ideas and principles which is fine mm -hmm. for me i i feel like i i'm not religious but yeah. i can use religious principles today in my life yes. i don't have to follow a specific religion but Correct. i think some of these principles or all of these principles have helped me to become a better person and live a happier healthier life Ten thousand percent. Ten. i agree thousand and one percent Two percent. Oh, okay. Well, you win because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think what I'm hearing from that Wikipedia article that you just read <laughs> is, and I guess I could just go read the Bible. Did you ever think you'd say that on the podcast? That Citing that Wikipedia article, um, <laughs> I could imagine it. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past it. I do not use Wikipedia in my school research. Oh, okay. I just want, I don't know why I felt the need to say that. Everybody, yeah, that's new. <laughs> only scholarly sources. Only so scholarly sources. I, it's, it's loving everyone, not mm -hmm. just, it's easy to love you, Ken. I know you and we it's have a, we have formed a bond and a relationship. And I mean, it's, those relationships can also get complicated and mm -hmm. I can do harm in those relationships. But I think brotherly love is, it extends to everyone. It extends yeah. to people that I don't really like that much. There are people that it extends to like strangers to strangers. And I think there's a lot of, I mean, it said not expecting I think in that 
Wikipedia article, something about like not expecting things in yes. return. So doing kind Like things. loving when not loved back. Yes. Oh, you know, what's a great prayer? My favorite prayer in the whole entire world. Do you, I know you know this. Sick man's prayer? Nope. Oh. You know this. There's a, oh. you marked it in your calendar. <gasps> That's right. Yes. Francis. St. Francis. St. Francis. Prayer. Can you read that yes. for everyone? And it's a, St. Francis prayer. I think it might be a little bit different. They have it written in the 12 and 12 in AA, the 12 steps. In the 12. Oh, no, this is absolutely, I agree too. This is actually. It's like a condensed version. It's like an AA version. Well, it's like how I want to be. I feel mm-hmm. fall short. All right. So the St. Francis prayer. <laughs> Lord, make me a channel of thy peace that where there is hatred, may I, I may bring love. That where there is wrong, I may bring the spirit of forgiveness. That where there is discord, I may bring harmony. That where there is error, I may bring truth. That where there is doubt, I may bring faith. That where there is despair, I may bring hope. That where there are shadows, I may bring light. That where there is sadness, I may bring joy. Lord, grant that I may seek rather to comfort than to be comforted, to understand than to be understood, to love than to be loved. For it is by self-forgetting that one finds. It is, for, it is by forgiving that one is forgiven. And it is by dying that one awakens to eternal life. Amen. Wow. Amen. I That makes me want to cry every time. I think that's kind of the spirit of step eight, the spirit of this principle. I think that sums it up. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's really great. Yeah. Just like, yeah, there's nothing about it that I can disagree with. Yeah. And I think we can be judgmental of people we don't know. Yeah. I think there's. I think that's, Yeah. Very normal of us. Very normal. And how do we, and I think that's another thing what we need to start practicing. I'm just Mm. saying, I'm just going to keep it to you and I. Yes. (laughs) Maybe you feel the same way out there. Oh, dear listener. But we're, (laughs) but we, this is the thing. There's this thing that's called implicit bias and we all have it. Every single one of us. And it's subconscious bias. It's, prejudice that we're unaware of whether it be like god whether it be like this is gonna get i feel like politically charged and i don't want it to this is not what i mean it could be like you're talking implicit bias so it's easier it might be be like i prefer bone in chicken wings and i don't like people that don't like boneless chicken wings yeah like a, that's a very simple. Yeah, but it's it might be something that like you don't even realize. So when you meet someone who likes bone-in chicken wings, even like subconsciously you might already have a prejudice against that person yes. because you sort of like why, fill, you, why would they like bone-in chicken? Wings? It's almost like your mind kind of like fills in some blanks about this person who you don't know already, and it's, because of this one thing. And the thing about implicit bias is that it is on the subconscious level, so it's like you need help with that Mm -hmm. because it's stuff that you can't it's almost like when we were talking about step six and entirely willing and i can't remove my own ego i need help from god i also need help from my higher power to love everybody around Mm -hmm. me because i don't always want to do that and sometimes i don't even like realize that i'm judging people or that i had these um judgments uh, about people that are already in there because why on earth would you eat Bone in chicken. It's actually, I really don't like it. I, I really don't like it either. Oh, yeah, well, no, we both we don't. don't. We right. don't like it. 
that was that was funny. Didn't even think about that. Well, because well, Angela, we made dinner last night for us, and, and she made specifically for Ken and I cutlets without <laughs> without the bone in, and for everyone else drumsticks. It may not have been the best example of looking at that example. Well, but it didn't even. I didn't. How even dare you? I, all of our favorite people. I didn't even connect like the dots. Bone on. Did not I thought that's that. why you no, said it. No, not even just a really? thought that came into my oh, mind. Oh, okay. I thought that's why. No, I don't know. That's really funny. Okay. Ken, would you be able to give me a real life example of you practicing the principle of brotherly love in your daily affairs? Yes. Of course I can. Okay. Thank you for asking. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so my interpretation of the brotherly love principle is like loving someone regardless of things about them that you might find unsatisfactory or un not up to scrap yeah, undesirable traits in a person <laughs> or whatever um but still loving them nevertheless because we're all flawed human beings yeah, it's I, not like you're not any different absolutely like that's one of the things in the fourth step that um when you're doing the turnarounds when you're trying to find your part mm. in the situation when one of the things is have I ever done this before? Yeah, maybe that's... And all uh, the time, it's like, yeah, I've done this. Yes. I, so it's really dishonest of me to... And, like... Poke at this person yeah, when I've done the same thing. Contradicting of me? Very like, contradicting, yeah. yeah so it's like, like, there's... For me to believe there's nothing about me that makes other people be like, oh, Ken, is really, like, obtuse of me. <laughs> you know? Obtuse! I have a myriad of things. <laughs> that, that <I'm>... All <laughs> of your 10th grade words! Yeah. In one sentence! In one sentence! Hooray! I have a myriad of things that I'm sure people find annoying, but they love me nevertheless because of, I think, my actions and my words on, on the whole. On, on the whole, on, yeah. On the, on the and also, you're trying your best. We're all we're all yeah. just out here trying our best with what we know. Yeah. So, like, Truly. Every human is just doing the best they can with what they know. So my real-life example that I can think of, of, a trait that someone might have, an action that someone might do that just sort of like, grinds my gears so to speak and makes you not feel the love not feel the love in the moment is uh when you're a pedestrian at a crosswalk and although i believe pedestrians should generally have the right of way when you hit that generally <laughs> yes when you hit that crosswalk button and instead of waiting for the crosswalk light to switch you just walk anyways and then you delay everyone else who's in a car waiting because there's no one else at that crosswalk especially in manchester we don't have a lot of people crossing at crosswalks it's like one at a time yeah. So if you put that button, then you walk, and then the light changes 30 seconds later after you've already crossed, you're putting all these other people 30 seconds behind their day. And generally, it's me who's late for something, and that 30 seconds is, like, what gets me. So how do but, you find the love for these people? You know what? It's tough. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I There is. How do I do it? I think it's just... This is where we use the whole program of AA because they all build on each other. So it's like, it's like I always go back to self. Yeah. What is it in me that is making me upset with this person? And how can I get to a place of love with this situation? I think maybe it's just like a lack of patience I have when it comes to driving in general. Yeah. Like people don't do things the way that I want them to do sometimes. Yeah, and that, like that's, that's it right there. Like yesterday I was driving down 101 and this... Toyota Sienna, a minivan, was going crazy. I don't know what was going on. Like, everyone's in, like, the fast lane going 80. There's, like, we're, like, all in a line. And the Sienna is, like, weaving in and out, trying to, like, pass everyone in the slower lane. But then, like, it's stopped up and then gets in and then comes. And I was just, like, what's 
what's the deal, bro? Like, you okay? Do you <laughs> need some help? Like, yeah. what's, you know, why are you in a rush? Like, plan some more time up, maybe. I don't know, you know, like. Right. There's probably someone dying in the backseat of the car. Well, like, that's, you know, well you're so annoying. that is the thing. You never know what people are going through. Yeah. Which is what I think that exact thought comes to mind when I think about those people who push that button. Like, right. maybe they're in a big rush. Right. Maybe they've got a super important job or interview they're just... that they've been waiting for for months and they really need to get to it. So they hit the button and they realize they can go and they just go because they just got to get there. And and it goes back to like, have I ever done this before? So yeah. maybe not. Maybe that's probably why I get annoyed because I did it all the time. And I didn't oh, care. See? And now I have like a whole like years of like, oh, I really was annoying. Well, that and also even if you haven't done that specifically. I can go in a broader sense. Have I ever not, have I ever been inconsiderate about somebody else? Because that's kind of what that is. Mm -hmm. But have I ever done that before? Of course I've been inconsiderate. Yes. Even if it's on a smaller scale, it's still the same thing. So yes. I have to just be, we're all doing the best with what we. Yeah. I think for me, ultimately the whole, the phrase you just said, I don't know what they're going through or who knows what they're going through is what applies to like me in terms of how I can really hammer in the brotherly love. Yes. Because like, I don't you know, don't know. I don't you don't know, know that person. Someone might be like honking at me on the street or something like that. But they have like a pregnant woman in the backseat who's about to give birth and they just need to get to the hospital. And I'm like daydreaming and driving like Miss Daisy and, you know, like, look at the weather. It's so nice out. And like, they're yeah. just trying, you know, like, I don't know. They could just be a dick too. Right. They could just not be doing it because they want to. Right. And that's their own problem. Yes, that's nothing not to, you. Nothing to do with me. Yeah. But yeah, I think even when like people are rude at the restaurant. I don't know what they're going through. You maybe don't know what they're going through. And... Maybe they just lost a loved one to sickness. You know, like how what I expect to be in public. I wouldn't be like, you know, oh, everything's great. I would, you know. That's tough. That was always tough for me at work when I would get people over the phone being rude to me when I was in the business mm. development center. So I would answer the phones for service. Yes. And oof, people are just in a bad mood when yeah. their car's broken, you know. And Fair enough. I think I, I think specifically have... that because like me, I wouldn't know how to fix it. So now I have to so, go find someone to fix it. Exactly. Pay them someone to that you don't it. trust. Yeah. You know? Inherently, you just don't trust. You just them don't exactly. trust. Yeah, that was always a tough thing. And I could I don't think I had a very hard time finding the love in those people. It's not an easy thing to do when no. someone's yelling and at then... you on the and also I'm an I'm I'm kind of empathic, right? So I Absorb, absorb all of that the same word same time yeah we're good like that yeah yeah so it it's not i'm not saying that this is like an easy thing and oh it's... everyone out there listening shame on you for like not being kind to the person who pressed this the crosswalk we have two examples of people who are not kind all the time right yeah. here sitting here yeah right here sitting Aaron, here not so much as me no i don't think that's true no i said it backwards you i'm more kind than me no i don't think okay. i am is that what i said i don't <laughs> Did I know make it sound like you were the mean one <laughs> it's not what I I don't, listen i don't think either of us are mean but i no. think sometimes i will i can be really sarcastic mm -hmm. and and really <laughs> <laughs> no but it's not like nobody's ever going to be perfect it's just something that we have to be aware of i think and if we want to keep progressing if, if we're doing if we're serious about our recovery and we're serious about staying sober this is like we have to be growing in this yes. direction it's like we can't be going the other way and losing our shit over a traffic signal that's like my spiritual Don't tell gauge. Me what to do. I'm not, <laughs> I'm looking in Ken's eyes and like yelling <laughs> at him. But that's kind of my my spiritual gauge is 
Yeah. Is when I'm driving, how am I acting? That's like the because ultimate like it, test it, of spirituality. It really is like. because like I can be when I'm good spiritually, people can cut me off. I'm like, whatever. You quite literally have zero control over anything. Ev- any other person on the road. Except for yourself. Yes. So, and there's so many other people on the road. Yep. Walking, driving, yep. biking, motorcycling. Yeah. And you got unicycle sometimes. <laughs> I've never seen you. I unicycle. haven't either, but I just think I throw that in there. <laughs> but it's just like what every, other every a horse other, and buggy? Yeah, if you're in the early 1900s. early nineteen hundreds, yeah. But no, I think what you're saying is just it brings back what we've talked about like over the last like several weeks is like this is just another thing you have to like practice. Practice, in life. practice, practice. Which is why to me that was a I know Charlie some, song. Some people yeah, it was. <laughs> Some people put their nose up at it, but the phrase progress, not perfection is exactly – some people will think that it's like a, a way to be complacent. Oh. Like I am progressive. Yeah, yeah, I can – I acknowledge that I could potentially use yeah. that, but I – But that's – But also – If you're actually making progress, you won't – I don't think you'll be like, eh, I'm taking a week off from – Exactly. From progress. Right. Like I want to keep growing and keep going. Keep glowing. Yes. So – yeah. That's why we end the podcast. Well, actually. Australia. Australia. Australia, are you still listening? Anyway, we have some gratitude Nar. that we're going to do. Yes. So one more transition for you, Maddie. And uh, Maddie, this is for you. We'll be back. Gratitude. 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 This is our gratitude jingle. Gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want us to keep doing yeah, that, please let us know if you don't like that. You're just going to have to tell us um, because I like doing it. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, gratitude. you can tell us, but we might not. No, we. if someone actually tells us, please don't do that anymore, I will be like, okay. But until that day comes. Sitting in this seat makes me think that there's someone coming upstairs. We just changed. It's we just seat. changed chairs, and Ken doesn't like that chair because chair ghost. change. JJ CC. Cha 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 cha. Gratitude. I have a gratitude, Ken, that I received from, and it's. I want to. Can I? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Go for it. It's. It's about Ken. <sighs> so I wanted to. I wanted to read it. And My I'm really face is excited. completely red right Yeah, now. he's very uncomfortable. He's like loosening the buttons on his shirt and <laughs> like fanning himself. Okay, so I have gratitude from Tom. Hey, Tom. And the title is R-E colon. Ken is the best. Oh, come on. <laughs> I am grateful for an amazing... Labor Day weekend cookout with my family. I was squirt gun attacked by my younger cousins. I ate lots of great food. I spent some great quality time with my family. More specifically, my siblings, Ken and Katie. I hope Ken knows how proud I and his sister are of him. I just love this so much. I'm also grateful for my nephew, Kevin. Oh my god. <laughs> the, he means your cat, yeah, of right? Course he does. Okay. <laughs> Why did I not expect that to be in there? <laughs> I love it. Kevin is a bright star. Is that what he said? Only eclipsed by my brother Ken, who right now shines the brightest of us all. I am so proud of you, Ken. That was like the nicest thing he's ever Isn't that beautiful? That I had to thank you so much, Tom, for Thanks, sending Tom. that in. I just had to do that use that as my gratitude. <sighs> That was awesome. So that was so that nice. was I. That's the tough one to follow up on. No, <laughs> cut that out. 
<laughs> All gratitudes are created equal. So we have another gratitude from our mutual friend, Carmen. Carmen, beautiful, hey, Carmen. beautiful Carmen. Carmen is grateful for her friend, Melissa, and all the things that she gets to do today. And we have to give a shout out to Carmen as well, because... Uh, being we a- have insider information. Yes. So I feel like when... I, I'm not trying to take her gratitude and make it my own, but I do know she... All the things she gets to do, she did a lot this weekend. Yes. She walked through some fear this weekend, and we got word of it, and it's just kudos to Carmen. We've got pictures, baby. We got pictures of it. Do we want to explain? And then we got to explain what it is. We don't have to. Yeah. Just something that was a big obstacle in her life, and she managed to get through it, and she's thriving, and that's amazing, and that's... Not surviving. Thriving. Thriving. We don't have to just survive anymore. Did I say surviving? No. Oh, okay. I'm I'm just saying we don't have to just survive. I feel like I was always in survival mode Mm -hmm. when I was drinking and just like trying to get, get, get. We get to live now. We get to live and give. Even like going kayaking is like a huge huge moment in someone's life. Especially when you're unsure about water. Mm -hmm. Which is a very valid fear. It's a very valid fear. I know lots of people. My biggest fear is drowning. Uh, And I can't swim. I also don't like being in lakes where there's the long plants that yep, touch nope. your feet seaweed in the water i know it's good for the ocean but guess what get it out of my area not in my swimming area please uh okay so that's it for this episode we didn't do our gratitudes oh my god she's erin go ahead if you can if you have one i guess you might not have one uh, no no i do have one and you know what my gratitude is what is your gratitude uh my family nice that's it no it was just really cool to i don't get to be with my like whole immediate family a lot Mm -hmm. so today was just really really special even though i made kind of a big stink about it before (laughs) i walked in i'm really grateful for my mom for for doing that for me Mm -hmm. and yeah like having, just, yeah, having someone throw like an event in your honors is it was no one i mean not that i needed to be done but like i think back i'm like that's never really happened for me my birthday is until next june okay so you don't remember it. <laughs> ken's like hint, 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 ken's christmas party no i'm just thinking that's like a cool thing it is it was really Especially cool. for like that because i didn't deserve anything thrown in my honor to be perfectly well, honest well yeah sometimes i still feel like i don't really deserve everything yes, that do. i have mm-hmm. i know isn't that terrible that like not that I don't almost, deserve it, but it's almost like I don't to me that's like deserve a, it. Yeah, it's, it's like a defense mechanism to keep yourself right sized almost. Oh, that's how I, I, that's how I view that. Yeah, because I, because I don't want to get like, too I didn't, big. I did and, not deserve that gratitude for my brother. Like I'm just, I I'm feel just like doing what did. I'm doing. But it's obvious to me that yes, you do. See, yes, we're so we're such less harsh critics to everyone else but ourselves. I too. know it's crazy um, what is life what is life okay what's your gratitude today my gratitude is um just my life these days honestly. i think what i talked about in the beginning of the episode uh just doing things like that which i've said for weeks now are like typically mundane typical uh, you know things that people do in their lives but like for me to get to do them now is like just like exactly what we were talking about with carmen like we're not surviving anymore we're like living life we're thriving and like yeah, I never thought that I would ever even have half of what I have now. And I can't say that I have like the most things in the world, but I'm not worried about that. I just it's cool to have what I have right now. 
You just made me think of Cheryl Crow. Um, can you elaborate on it's that? It's not having what you uh, want. It's wanting what you got. Actually, it's not Every song. time you look. At... No, okay. I, I listened to that song the other day and I heard that line. I was like, ooh, Cheryl. Yeah, I like, yeah, that's how, that's what you think of. But yeah, I, life, life, I, is just, life is just great these days. Life is good. So uh, this next week, it's, uh, it's a little unpredictable right now. We're not sure what's going to happen. You might get a very special guest, yeah. but we don't know. And I don't even know either. Erin <laughs> is going to be on vacation. I'm going to be in Disney World. Ooh, yeah. maybe we should make a poll. Who wants to see our Instagram page flooded with Disney pictures? Put it on the poll. I'm going to put a poll. Put a poll up. <laughs> We're going to do it either way. We're going to make sound? a poll. It doesn't matter. And We're I'm going to put as many Disney pictures on our Instagram as I want. And you know what? It's going under the get tos. because I get -tos. I created a little, you know how you can do highlights? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have one from LA. Oh, you do? Yeah, it was fun. Oh, that's nice. Well, I created one for us that, so if you have anything that you want to put in there. The get-tos? The get-tos, yeah. yeah. Ken, I just want everybody to know, Ken can post whatever he wants on our Instagram page. <laughs> he has the password. I'm not good with social media. And neither am I. Has anyone ever seen the links I post? I the, like the episodes them. Come out? It takes up the whole damn screen. <laughs> you figured it out. I did. I don't know how, man. I <laughs> couldn't face. even do it again now. I love you. Uh, okay, so we will see you next week. We'll see you next week. And I want you to keep going, keep growing, keep glowing. We love you. You're worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here, here. Here, here. There, there. There, there. Where, where? Here, here. Wawa. <gasps> Wawa. Wawa. Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any recommendations on topics that you'd like to hear us discuss, or if you'd like to share your gratitude with us, send us an email at podcastnotperfection at gmail.com. See you next time.